0: Hello and welcome to the SaltCast. My name is Ryan Johnson and today I present to you Paul Johnson and Danny Wright. Welcome and good morning, guys. Hello. Thanks, Ryan. Glad to be good here. Morning.
1: Life's good. We've All had right. monsoon weather like three days in
0: a row in St. George. <laughs> this is true. This is true. It's been awesome. We've had no rain, but I'm okay with that because we get a lot of snow in Idaho. So... We have our fair share of liquid.
1: We we'll sent <laughs> um, the, we, we send the uh, sunshine your way, Ryan. Thank oh, for thank trading. Oh, goodness.
0: It's definitely been hot. It's hot. It's been hot. It's been like 96 degrees. That's warm. Which is hot in Idaho. Yeah, it's better um, here in St. So, George. Yeah, no. No, it's way better than St. George. Hot-wise. I will not complain about the heat. So today, fellas, um, I thought that we would go through a actual, actual, real, what's next call. Okay. You guys are on what's next calls all the time, giving advice to everybody. And, you know, everybody kind of has a unique situation, but there, are, there, there might be some advice that would be similar You know, everyone, there might be people going through the same, you know, type of scenario, but, you know, everyone's structured different and things like that. But, um, so I thought that you guys, you know, Danny, you could be, you know, a role play of sorts, Danny, you could be, you know, the company calling in and Paul, you just be Paul. (laughs) I'm real good at being Paul. Doing your thing. Okay, good. The best, um, the best but, Paul Johnson but, ever met. Yeah. But I want to tell everybody listening that this is based on a true story. No lie. Names so Danny, have been
1: changed. To protect identity. Names have been
0: changed. That's right. So, Danny, <laughs> take it away, man.
2: I like Ryan's changing voice. There really set the stage, you know, really <laughs> building this up, Danny. <laughs>
1: yeah, so I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be the the company owner, and uh, I set up this call with Peisner, right, with Peisner Johnson, because I got some sales tax issues. And actually, the way Peisner lured me in is they gave me this sweet Peisner hat. See, brand new, sticker on it still. Oh, baby! I'm just representing.
2: So. I'm, I'm curious if you if you found Peisner through um, our chat feature on our website, or was it a referral partner, or just a Google search? I actually was uh,
1: I was just searching and and found the Saltcast, found That's this podcast, amazing. and Ooh. I heard Ryan and Paul's voice, and I'm like, man, those are two That's amazing radio voices. <laughs> so I I got to get on the phone with these guys. So here I am. How, how, how do we do this thing, Paul? That's amazing. How, how should you. this call go?
2: Yeah, I suppose you should tell us a little bit about um, your business. Tell us a little bit about who you are. Obviously, um, we'll just pretend like we've already introduced ourselves um, yeah. for our listeners here. They already know Piser Johnson and who we are and what we do. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your company, what you do, and okay. where so, you sell, and what platforms you're on.
1: Yeah, I was... Uh, having back issues, uh, several years ago and, and really liked to golf and it was keeping me from golfing as much as I want to. So I, uh, actually invented this like golf club training tool. Um, I won't go into all the details, but there's a tra- there. It's a training tool. It's, you know, size, weight, everything similar to a gol- a actual golf club. Um, but it also has, uh, some special, uh, features, you could say, or benefits to actually help, um, stretch out the back, you know, work on your spine. Um, a lot of people probably seen different kind of wheels and whatnot that you can use for your back, uh, different products, you know, that you kind of lay on. It's, it's got some of that, you know, concept, you could say, uh, to it. So anyways, I, I created it and. You know, started working through Instagram. um, You know, got some good followers and and whatnot, and just kind of built the brand a lot through social media. And uh, you know, just built a site, website. You know, everything's e-commerce. Not in any retail stores or anything like that, but yeah, we've grown a bunch um, over the years, uh, especially in the last three years, I'd say. And uh, you know. COVID, for example, I mean, it, it was actually the biggest thing for golf since probably Tiger Woods. You know, it's the courses were crazy busy. And Tiger's the goat, by the way. It's true. Don't come at me with the Jack Nicholas argument.
2: Um, okay, okay. But Tony Finau recently won. I mean. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anyways, um,
1: yeah, just, you know, things took off uh, because. Of course, e-commerce businesses in general really yeah. got, got really busy. A lot of them, they were set up to you know, take advantage, of course, when people were shopping online more than ever. So uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a perfect this, storm for us.
2: Do you, ma- you manufacture this uh, product, or do you, um, you just buy it and resell it?
1: So we, we, we it have started. it manufactured for us um, overseas, and then everything okay. uh, ships to our warehouse in Florida, Okay. And one, you know, the one of the major issues I've had. Um, we actually all of our employees are, are actually based in um, in Costa Rica. So they live there. They're all remote. We actually have a, a little facility there, but more of an office. And uh, it's just been, you know, a great option for us. I'm able to go visit there all the time, which isn't nice. a bad thing um and spent a lot of time there with the family. But uh the main issue that brought me to you guys is I've just received some terrible advice over the years. Um some some specifically was from someone that you know, there's I won't go into all the details, but there's a lawsuit involved and and you know one of the issues with them and their advice they gave me was when I, I had my website and it was really, you know, starting to grow and, you know, they kind of put the fear in me of, for sales tax and it's like, okay, I, I don't know, you know, I need to collect tax. And that's exactly what they told me is you need to start collecting tax all over the place, wherever you're making sales, But you weren't registered. But, but you weren't registered
2: <clears throat> to remit the tax.
1: No, I'm only registered in two states. I'm registered in Florida and I'm registered in Tennessee where I uh have some, have one my partner actually lives in Tennessee. So when okay. we started the business, you know, we got registered there based on some advice. I don't know if that's even correct, but yeah, we're we're registered in two states and we're collecting tax everywhere. Okay. And then so I and just we... caught when like I you know, all this tax, like what am I supposed to do with the tax? Like, am, am I supposed to be collecting everywhere?
2: Yeah, tax collected unremitted, we talk about it a lot. Um, it's it's not a good thing and can be considered fraud in um, almost every case. Um, so we, we certainly want to take care of and, and assist you in getting compliant. Um, but I think one of the things that um, is most important here is that are, are have you turned the tax off, or are you still collecting the tax? Uh, we turned it off. Oh, you turned yeah, it off okay. everywhere. So there was a time there where you were collecting tax. Um, and what what were your annual sales, if you were to guess or estimate, or maybe you know exactly over the last three years since you started? Um,
1: Premium material or the you know material? last last year we did just north of like five million. Oh wow! Yeah, we we went from like one to three you know three oh, in wow. 2020 and then we kind of went went to you know just under four well yeah we went so to, we went that's to awesome. three in 2020 and then um that's did over awesome. five last year
2: that's incredible uh so do you do you still have this tax you collected like do you have it uh, in a separate account or um no no i mean Oh, no. It's you know just invest. It's part of the
1: growth, right? It was fueled by investment, oh, you know, our own investment, yikes. I should say, right, back into yikes. the company, buying product, all that stuff. So
2: okay, yeah, we. Well, that's a little bit of a sticky situation there. And I don't know how much collected tax. I even
1: collected, right? I haven't actually run a report, sure. but I would sure. I certainly don't have millions of dollars in the bank.
2: Yeah, Well, I think um, the. Probably what, the, what would make the most sense right now is to do uh, a risk analysis and take, an, take a, a high overview of the company, the footprint, uh, get, a, get a report of all the transactions of all the sales you've made over the last three years, um, and we can help identify where Nexus has been established. Uh, since you are registered in Florida and Tennessee, that's, that's correct if you've got your warehouse and inventory stored in Florida – um then then that's good you want to stay registered in Florida and in Tennessee where your other partner is located uh, it's good to be registered there as well as you have physical presence there employees warehouse um, office locations those will give you physical presence as well as if you make deliveries in your own vehicles um, or if you just use a common carrier for those if you have any type of third-party relationships, generally that will establish physical nexus for you. If you've got contractors or agents, if you outsource any labor for some weird reason you, you need to fabricate or make some additions, uh, changes, or uh, enhancements to the equipment that you are selling, um, You know, oftentimes that will maintain a physical uh, location or presence for you uh, to establish physical nexus. So we'll we'll do this risk analysis, which will identify where you've established physical nexus, and then we'll get a, a report from you of all your of all of the sales you've made over the last three years, kind of like an invoice level detail report. Here's the invoice. Here's how much it sold for. Here's how much tax I collected if you collected tax, and then the customer's address where they where you shipped that product to. Um, and then we'll be able to identify um, where you've established economic nexus, when that nexus was established, and from that point going forward, we'll be able to calculate what your potential tax liability is. It's important to know here, I think the, the way that we most commonly do this is we disregard the tax that was collected and calculate what your tax liability is from that date going forward when nexus was established. Once we've calculated that, then we can compare that against what tax you have collected, um, and then we could, we could take a look at it there. I, I tell you this because under audit, um, it's possible that if you collect the tax in 2020, but you didn't establish nexus until 2021, obviously the state's going to want that tax you collected from 2020 until 2021. Legally, you weren't obligated to collect the tax until 2021. And so there's a couple of ways that we can go about that, and we can get approval from the state um, on this, if you'd like, just depending on, on your risk tolerance and what you'd like to do in order to get compliant. We have some clients who have collected this tax and obviously they want to remit this tax. And then we've also had scenarios where clients just like yourself will say, hey, I've collected this tax. But I can't remit it. I don't have it and so we'll help make a game plan of how to remit that tax to the state because under audit you really don't want that on your on your radar on on the books for the state to come in and find that you collected their tax and didn't remit it, it it will lead to very bad things and so I want to help you overcome that and fix that um, if you're if you're willing to if you're not willing to then we'll have to go down a different path. What if I
1: once we've collected the tax Go ahead. in a state, you know, like that scenario mentioned, but cause I, 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 started collecting right around May, let's say of 2020. Okay. If similar to that scenario described, I didn't have nexus until say last year, right? 2021.
2: Yeah. Do I still have to remit
1: that tax to the state or are there other options?
2: You could certainly if you are able to, just depending on the number of transactions, you could certainly refund it to the to the um, customer. Okay. And if you could refund that tax to customers, hey, I inappropriately collected this tax from you, I'm gonna go ahead and refund it. Then you can certainly do that. Oftentimes it is difficult to refund tax to a customer and you know, you, you make as many sales as you do. I don't know the average cost of this product, but if it's you know, twenty bucks and you you made you know three million dollars, then obviously that's a lot of sales, a lot of customers to refund the tax to, and so in that case, it is a lot easier to simply remit the tax to the state. Yeah, I'm just but thinking you can definitely You know, it.
1: our average sales closer to like a hundred dollars, and oh, okay. I'm actually thinking it could be kind of a good like PR slash marketing campaign to go to all my customers and you know go through the work and effort to actually go give money back, right? Like, For sure. I don't think too yeah, many be, people are going to be upset be about that. So, Except except my crew we, in Costa Rica that's going to have to go through and do all the work. Yeah. They might not be too happy. But.
2: <laughs> well, we'll definitely assist you with that. I think it would definitely make most sense to absolutely confirm when Nexus was established so that we know, okay, here's when Nexus was established. So anything prior to that, we can refund to the to the customers okay. you'd hate to refund customer tax to a customer only to realize that you should have really collected it and remitted it to the state okay so let's make certain that we know when nexus was established make certain that we get all the facts straight and then uh we'll be able to assist it going forward you yeah
1: can. that sounds exactly sounds like exactly what what we need What about once so you're saying on, on a state by state basis we're gonna we'll be able to see when we established nexus when we should have started collecting tax and then we can compare that to the report that my team can pull of like how much tax we've actually collected and so then it's just yeah. a decision of you know how how to handle that in each state
2: okay. yeah yeah so based on when nexus was established, we'll calculate what the tax responsibility is on those sales from that point going forward or from when you are required to register. You know, Some states say if you establish nexus, you have to register by the following January or you have to register by the following quarter or you have to register in the next month. Just depending on the states, we'll be able to identify, okay, here's when you exceed the nexus threat, the threshold, uh, whether it be physical or economic or what have you. Here's when your requirement to register and start collecting taxes from this point going forward till today. Here's what your tax responsibility is based off of that nexus thing. Because nexus is really the, the key factor. Until you've established nexus, the state can't impose you collect their tax. Now, you can certainly voluntarily register, collect the tax, and remit it without establishing nexus, but you have to register. In order to do that, you can't just collect tax and use it for your own gain. And that's why it's considered fraudulent in just about every case. So we don't want to do that, but we can certainly assist. And if, if the tax responsibility is material, then There are a couple of avenues that we can go down as far as, like, a voluntary disclosure agreement, potentially an SST um, registration or an SST compliance. Um, Potentially the state has um, an SST is like a streamlined sales tax. It's a special program for e-commerce sellers um, that allows them to register with the streamlined sales tax board, and it kind of makes it a little bit easier. We can dive into more details um, once we get down that road. But doing that just kind of helps um, streamline that process. You can also um, check the the states to see if they have a current amnesty program in place where they're willing to forgive historical liability um, or they'll uh, waive historical penalty and or interest um, if you're willing to come forward and pay the tax. Um, There are a couple of different avenues that we can go just based off of the reports that we run and based off what we find. Um, And then we can help you get compliant and walk through that state by state.
1: Do the states offer Um, like payment plans?
2: Yeah, the states will offer payment plans. Uh, Some states are more gracious than other states. And depending on the situation or the scenario, um, they're they're either more gracious or more strict. Uh, What we have found is if the state has found you and they're sending you notices and They've frozen your bank account. I don't know if that's the case in either Florida or Tennessee for you, but if that's the case, then oftentimes they're less willing to work with you. But if you're coming to them voluntarily and um, getting compliant, then, yeah, they're willing to work with you and uh, set up payment plans over a year. Um, It's it's, it's not uncommon for a six-month to 12-month payment plan from what we've seen. Okay. If you need more than 12 months, then just, depend, just depends on the state, but we can certainly request it. Um, but I mean, a six to 12 month payment plan is pretty okay. common. Yeah, it sounds
1: like exactly what we need. What are the next steps?
2: So we'll get over a, uh, an agreement, but um, we'll, we'll want to complete that risk analysis. So I'll send you a questionnaire, uh, a link to a questionnaire to complete. And then we'll um, request from you the transactional data and either we can download that data if you give us access to the platforms where you're making sales, you know your website and so on and so forth, or you could just send us all the transactional data and we can use that um, to complete the risk analysis. Once we complete the risk analysis, then we'll send that to you um, and we'll schedule a conference call and walk through that. Here's what we found. Here's the dates. Here's the liability. Here's what it means. And then we can start making a a game plan on on getting compliant, uh, getting registered or submitting voluntary disclosures or what have you and uh, moving forward. Once we've done that, I think it's also uh, one of the other things that I felt to to ask you is if um, in Florida or Tennessee on any purchases that you're making, are you guys paying sales tax because it's possible on any purchases that you're 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 buying there in Florida or Tennessee that it's possible that those may be exempt from tax and so where you are paying tax on that to a specific vendor, depending on the use and and what you're doing. It's also possible that we can help identify some overpayments of tax to kinda help reduce the tax responsibility or tax burden that comes out of your own pocket.
1: Yeah, I know we have a resale certificate in Florida that we you know we've provided the a supplier to, you know, a handful of suppliers, oh, even, okay. but I mean, by all means, if we can find some, I yeah, would love to look yeah, into that for be, you. That'd be great. Sure. Well, yeah. Eisner, you, we'll got, you guys, you guys are the best. I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell all my friends about you and my enemies.
2: <laughs> appreciate, I'll tell appreciate it. We appreciate
0: it. Guys, I, you know, Danny made a funny comment right before we started, but man, It came true because, you know, it started out as a thriller or a horror film, you know, but quickly turned into like a rom-com chick flick. (laughs) Budding romance going on There's
2: definitely, yeah, there's definitely some, uh, some things that we can do to help, you know, provide some peace of mind and comfort and there's forgiveness to be had, you know. Yeah, we're doing wrong. We need to, you know, ask for forgiveness from the states. And the states, I mean, if if you go to them before they come to you, they'll be more forgiving, if you will. Obviously, they're going to want their tax. There's no way around that. But we can definitely help in that regard to help mitigate that as much as possible.
0: That's awesome. Well, thanks, guys. I, I think, you know, this is a great, you know, podcast to show showcase kind of what a what's next call and and paul definitely your your knowledge and the peace of mind that you can provide to people who are really because i could tell you know when danny came on he had some major fear in his mind showing on his face for sure and he was nervous bad
2: advice and this one was a fairly a fairly straightforward one in that they, you know, they don't have a whole lot going on. They don't offer dietary supplements or any weird items that aren't going to be subject to tax. I mean, it's possible that what you're selling is a, a, a service that, you know, is bundled, or it's possible that you're, you're selling an item that's subject to a reduced rate, or that there are certain customers that are exempt, or maybe you do a lot of, of uh, government sales or school sales or... Uh, you know, there's some exempt entities involved. And so there's always lots of other things that help make it more complex. Um, but in the same vein, like the answers are still very similar in how you go about helping companies get compliant. And that's what we love to do the most, is just walk through that with people. Help them understand, you know, you're trying to make a dollar. You're trying to... You know, provide a living for your family and running a business. I mean the taxes are the last thing you're trying to be stressed about or worried about, so let us help you in fixing those and resolving those and help you get compliance so that you don't have to stress about it anymore
0: no that was that was beautifully said and and you know despite this just being a role play, you guys took it seriously. You know, I love that, and that just shows me that you guys take everybody's situation seriously. No matter what you're bringing to the table, you guys will be there to help. Um, so again, no doubt. Thank you guys so much, and uh, we hope to see you on another one. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Ryan.
1: Go go check out my. Uh...